If we think about the most important things in our lives, often those things are part of our lives because of an invitation, whether it was getting involved in some kind of activity, developing a new friendship, or even rediscovering our faith. It often started because someone else reached out to us and asked, do you want to join me or do you want to be part of this? Joining me this morning to talk about the power of an invitation is Lexi Torres. She is the coordinator of campus and young adult ministry for the Archdiocese of Portland. Good morning, Lexi. How are you this morning? Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for inviting me to be on Modern Day this morning and chat with you about the power of an invitation. I'm excited to be here. Lexi, I'm excited that you're here too. And and I just love that you suggested this topic. And, you know, I think maybe most of us might not pause to specifically think about this topic of an invitation, but really it's a crucial component to some of the most important parts of our lives and especially in our faith. So can you speak a little bit to that and and your experience of maybe receiving an invitation? Yeah, of course. I think invitation is one of those things, like you said, it's so simple that I think we overlook its power. And Mm. even though it's a simple thing to do, it's not that complicated. It holds so much power because it's how we invite people into relationship with Christ. That power of being invited into prayer or invited into a small group or to mass, which was something that really encouraged me to grow in my own faith was the ways that throughout my life, people have invited me into deep relationship with Christ through different invitations. And the one that comes to mind first is when I was in college and I was really starting to dive deeper into my Catholic faith. I was born and raised Catholic, but in college I started to go deeper in my prayer life and an invitation from my good friends, Mari, while we were studying abroad, she invited me to join her in prayer every morning in our little student chapel that we had at Gonzaga in Florence. And that invitation kind of struck me. I was like, oh man, like, I don't know, like waking up every single morning and praying, that's kind of intimidating. Right. But to have someone to do that with and who walked with me in that, and every morning we'd wake up together because we were living together, we'd have breakfast together, we'd walk to the chapel together, and then we would pray together. And that invitation transformed my prayer life because when I came back from study abroad, I continue to pray every single day, and I still continue to pray now every day because of a simple invitation to join someone for 30 minutes of morning prayer. Wow, that's just a testament, like you said, to to just that simple invitation, but that's changed the rest of your life. Like, how incredible Mm. is that? Mm. And as we're kind of thinking about this topic, you know, as you you received an invitation that, that impacted your life. What are ways that now maybe you seek to invite others in various ways? Yeah, when I look at invitations, I like to think of it in a couple of different ways. And the first way is, how am I inviting people into my life? Maybe Mm. that's as simple as, I love coffee. So I'm going to invite someone to grab a coffee with me somewhere in Portland because I love exploring new coffee shops or I love to get outside. So how am I going to invite someone to join me on a hike? And I just love to chat and walk. That's one of my favorite activities. So how am I inviting someone into my life? But then also, how am I inviting someone into my parish, into the sacraments? Who, who am I inviting to mm. a Friday night adoration event or inviting them to Sunday mass or to pray a rosary with me on one of those walks? So that's another way to think about invitations as well. How am I inviting into my life and how am I inviting into the sacraments? And all of that should encompass how we are inviting people into relationship with Christ Mm. because at the heart of everything is him and our relationship with him. So all these invitations should not just point to, well, what do I enjoy doing? What's fun? But what do I enjoy doing that I can bring Christ into and bring others into and bring them into deeper relationship? 
I love that. As we were talking about earlier, when we invite people, especially to be part of the church, to be part of this family and, and to discover their faith and to discover that relationship, mm-hmm. that encounter with him, yeah. we're really participating in his invitation. Mm-hmm. You know, he, it's all part of what he's doing, but we're just able to participate in that. And that's like such a beautiful thing. And and in the gospels, Christ is always inviting. Mm-hmm. He's inviting, you know, the apostles to follow him. He's inviting, we were talking about earlier, he invites, you know, them to have breakfast with him. <laughs> I, I And I just love that. It's these simple things. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like St. Andrew, I believe, who told Peter, come and see. Mm-hmm. And he brought, you know, his brother to Jesus. But it's, it's this very simple yeah. thing, but it's all leading people to Christ. Mm. Yeah, I think it's so beautiful just to see how the Lord invites us to participate in that way, to be able to listen to his call in our own life. So how is Christ inviting me to call people deeper into relationship with him? And then we do that through that invitation of Mm -hmm. how we're inviting others. So it's really just like this, how am I receiving the invitation from the Lord and from the Holy Spirit? And then how Mm. am I extending that invitation to those in my life? And like you said, it's just so powerful. And I think it's a blessing and a gift when we realize that, that the Lord has invited us to participate in this way and helping people come to know him and love him more. Yes, it's absolutely beautiful that we get to be part of this. Um, but, you know, sometimes putting this into practice is more difficult. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it sounds great to like invite people. But I know for me, you know, when it comes to this idea of inviting others, especially when it has to do with, you know, discovering the faith, uh, getting more involved in a parish or a ministry, mm-hmm. or even just saying hi to someone new, mm-hmm. I find myself, you know, really stuck sometimes. I, I find myself thinking, I really should invite this person to like maybe this sort of retreat coming mm-hmm. up or I see a new person at mass and I think, ah, oh, you know, I should probably say hi to them and, you know, maybe invite them to coffee mm-hmm. and donuts afterwards or, you know, I should reach out in some way, but something seems to stop me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just get worried about it being too awkward. They're going to think who's this random person talking to them mm-hmm. um, or I'm not just not sure what to say or I don't know. Like sometimes I just, I'm not sure what to do in that moment. So what do you think it is that, that maybe is a roadblock to some of us maybe extending that invitation and how can we kind of overcome that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we definitely, we get uncomfortable. It's yeah. scary yeah. to even invite people that you already know, yeah. you know, cause there's one side of invitation of inviting the stranger, but then there's also another side of invitation of inviting those you already know into a deep relationship with Christ through spending more time with you through the sacraments. And that can be scary because it's like, what if they reject me or what if they don't enjoy this thing I invite them to? And then it's my fault. And I think those are lies from the enemy. (laughs) Mm. I think it's a lie that I let myself believe of, oh, this person's so busy. I don't want to bother them with another thing. Or what if they don't have the time for this? What if they don't enjoy it? But I think we just need to, again, it all comes from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit, listen to those promptings. And if the Lord has put on my heart to invite a friend to coffee or to invite them to a certain event, there's a reason why he he needs them there. And there's something that they need to hear that he wants to use us through. And so we need to just say, come Holy Spirit, mm. <laughs> let the Holy Spirit fill our hearts and then go out knowing that it's not about us. <laughs> it's about him and serving him and bringing people closer to him. And so if we feel called to invite, just acting on that. And I experienced that I mean, still to this day, but when I was a missionary as well, serving with Focus, a fellowship of Catholic University students, I remember some of these girls I was inviting to a lot of different events and to get more involved. I remember I started to feel discouraged because they weren't always coming to things. And I was like, Mm. maybe I should stop inviting them. And it was a temptation to stop inviting them. 
because they weren't coming to some things, which was silly because they were busy and they came to as many events as they could. And it was really helpful because one of the girls told me one day, Lexi, please don't stop inviting us. Like, Mm. even if we don't respond to your text, even if we don't come, just please keep inviting us because we appreciate the invitation. And I still talk to all these students. Wow. (laughs) And they're still some of my best friends. Um, But there was a season and a moment where I thought, I don't know if I should keep inviting them. I started Mm -hmm. to get discouraged. But I think that's where the virtue of perseverance comes in and not being afraid, just keep persevering through. And I think that's where in invitations we we need to be reminded that it's slow sometimes. They might not say yes the first time. They might not even enjoy the thing you invited them to, (laughs) but that's not a reason to not invite Um, and just to continue to listen to the Holy Spirit and to be guided in that way. I think you're so right. And and I think, what you just spoke to really, really highlights the importance of just making people feel included. You know, mm-hmm. the, they want to to be part of a community or they want to know someone's has them in mind. And even if they can't come, it, it's just that they know that they were invited mm-hmm. and that you cared enough to invite, to invite them. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, Lexi, uh, we are coming up against our break, uh, but I think we have so much more to talk about mm-hmm. on this topic. There's so Uh, many facets to this. Uh, Can you stay with us and we'll continue our conversation after the break? I would love to. And we're back with Lexi Torres from the Archdiocese of Portland. And this morning we are talking about the power of an invitation. What does it mean to invite people to be part of your daily life, your personal life, but also how do we incorporate them more into our parishes, our community, and ultimately lead them to an encounter with Christ? Um, Lexi, thanks so much for sticking with us through the break. Of course. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Of course. This is such an interesting topic. And like I said earlier, we're kind of examining this thing that maybe we kind of overlook, but it's really part of our day-to-day life. And earlier you shared you know, the power of someone in your life inviting you to to pray with them every day and how that has really impacted the whole rest of your life. And so as we're thinking about the importance of invitation and now like thinking, okay, I want to develop a better habit of inviting people, even when it feels awkward, even when I'm not sure what to do. Um, So if I want to develop this habit, what are some suggestions you know, maybe questions we should be asking ourselves, things we should be thinking about Mm -hmm. to develop this habit. Yeah, I think it's important to cultivate a culture of invitation. And I think we have to do that by asking ourselves questions like, what's holding me back from inviting someone into my life more, to a parish event, into relationship with Christ? What's holding me back there? And then who am I not inviting and why haven't I invited them? So why haven't I invited that young adult to join my parish council or Mm. my finance counselor to be a lector? Why haven't I invited that young mom that I see at daily mass in the back rocking her baby? Why haven't I invited her to the mom's group or to just get a coffee with me because I'm another young mom or I have grandkids and I want to share with her some tips and tricks that I've learned over the years? Or why haven't I invited that new family that's just moved to our parish and maybe they're dealing with the chaos of moving to a new area and and boxes everywhere? Why haven't I invited Mm. them over to my house for a meal so they can get to know my family and get to know our parish community more and to start thinking outside of what's just happening inside your parish walls, but also just your day-to-day life that you could invite people into and then into parish life more and into relation with Christ more through all those things. So I think really asking yourself, what's holding you back and why haven't you invited those people? 
But then also, again, to just ask yourself those questions of when have I been invited to something and how did that make me feel? Mm -hmm. When did someone invite me to a relationship with them more that helped me grow as a person? So think about the ways that those invitations have impacted you, I think will help you also overcome that fear of rejection or mm. falling into despair because you know that when you push through those things, eventually there's something beautiful that happens when we answer those invitations. So I think it's important to ask ourselves those questions, especially when we start to experience some anxiety or roadblocks there. I think that's very, very wise. And yeah, I think sometimes we don't pause to examine, you know, just kind of these automatic like, oh, I'm just going to dismiss that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that nudge from the Holy Spirit. Maybe he's he's nudging me to, you know, reach out to this person. But I don't know, like I'm just busy or, mm -hmm. I, you know, sometimes honestly, I, I feel like I just am like, oh, I just don't have time for this or mm -hmm. and, but that's where I need to pay more attention mm -hmm. <laughs> to what maybe the Holy Spirit might be nudging and those things that I maybe kind of brush away, those nudgings that I brush away. That's probably exactly what the Holy Spirit wants me mm -hmm. to focus on, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think we have to be reminded how much, you know, we can grow the church through these invitations and they have so much power in them to evangelize. So even the simplicity of maybe you have a grandchild or a child who's fallen away from the church. Maybe it's as simple as when they come over for dinner with your family, you invite them to say grace with you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's those even those simple invitations that, are just things you do on a day-to-day -day with your family that you might feel maybe a little uncomfortable with because you don't want to push your faith on someone or you're afraid of how they might receive it. But I think it's just beautiful because you're sharing your life with them when you invite them into, into these areas of prayer, into the sacraments, into your, your daily life. And that's what Christ did with his disciples. We talked about this earlier of how much when we look at the life of Christ, he was inviting disciples all the time to follow him, to do hard and difficult things. And he was also just inviting them into his daily life mm. to pray with him, to walk with him, to be with him as he shared the word of God with people. And that's what we're called to imitate as well. How are we imitating Christ in these invitations? I love that. And what you said really uh, struck me. We're just sharing our own life, you mm -hmm. know, and I think that's a way that we can, you know, share our faith with others without being overbearing. It's just mm -hmm. inviting them into what we're already doing or, you know, what we're trying to grow in. And sometimes it's being really honest, just saying, I want someone maybe to do this with or, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, that can be something where if there's a, a practice or a virtue that I'm trying to grow, maybe mm -hmm. like asking someone like, hey, will you do this with me? You know, will you read this book with me? Maybe that, mm -hmm. you know, we're trying to grow in spiritual reading or we're trying to grow in the habit of going to mass. Having someone to do that with you mm -hmm. and inviting someone into the kind of that journey of, of improving yourself um, can be really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a gift to be able to share our lives with one another. It's beautiful to think about the power of invitation and how much, like I said, we see that in scripture. We see that in the gospels and how that transformed the lives of the disciples and how they then after Christ left them as well, after his his passion, death, and resurrection, they don't stop inviting people. Mm -hmm. You know, they keep inviting them. And that's what we're called to do too. So when you're when you've encountered Christ and the people in your life have encountered Christ, that doesn't mean, okay, we're done now. Right. Like they've encountered Christ. <laughs> good for them. Moving on. No, you're called to do that even more together now mm -hmm. and to be disciples with one another. So you can go out and now you have a little squad of people, a little right. crew <laughs> to now share Christ with the world. And mm -hmm. it's it's less intimidating too when you're inviting someone 
into something that's not just maybe a one-on-one thing, but you're inviting them into community Mm -hmm. and people want that. People desire to be invited into community. So I think that it's just powerful to think about the ability to not just invite for one thing, but for ever into a relationship with Christ that is forever, that is lasting Mm. eternity. So I think that the power of invitation goes beyond a single event and a single time, but truly into a life lasting relationship with Christ. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. I I mean, that's what we're all working towards, right? Is that, that, you know, eternal relationship mm. with the Lord. And I mean, what a beautiful gift to be able to share with other people. You know, it, it might be in little, little stages or little steps at a time, but every time we're, you know, making that invitation mm-hmm. that's leading to, you know, um, the eternal relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I, I think too, you know, when you mentioned the, the disciples and they didn't stop there. Right. Mm. And I think sometimes maybe we need to be invited to step out of our comfort zone. So do you have any, any uh, thoughts on that? Yeah. I think it's important to always have an invitation in your back pocket. And by that, I mean, you should always have something that's happening in your parish or happening in your life that you can invite someone into. So if you're a parish, which pretty much every parish will offer some type of weekly adoration time or Everyone has mass, so you should have something happening that you are inviting people into. So maybe your parish has a first Friday adoration and then they do a dinner after or some type of social. Have that invitation in your back pocket. So when you meet that new person in your parish or you meet that new family who just moved into town, you can invite them to that event that you know happens every month or every week or whatever it might be. And I think no matter what your role is in a parish, whether you're on the parish leadership team, Mm -hmm. or you're a regular volunteer, or maybe you're working your way towards that volunteer position and you're making more time for that in your life or more space for that, whatever it is, even if you don't volunteer at all, you can Mm -hmm. invite someone else into parish life more through a simple invitation. So I think it's just important to always have some type of invitation ready to go. So when you meet someone new, or maybe you've known this person for a while and Mm -hmm. you can see that they're desiring more, but Mm. they want to grow in relationship with Christ. They want to grow in community, have that invitation ready. So when the time comes and the Holy Spirit prompts, you're not like, oh man, what can I do? What can I invite them to? What's happening? You just know, I always invite people to this event and that's how hopefully they can have something to hold on to, to grow in relationship in Christ. That's very good advice. Lexi, I've just really enjoyed our conversation together and I'm inspired, I think, to just, yeah, be ready to invite more people, um, you know, into my life or or into relationship with Christ, really. Um, So thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. And it's just a joy to be able to share about the ways that I've been invited and how that's transformed my life, but then also to share with others how they can be inviting so we can see our church here in Western Oregon just grow from these invitations. Once again, this was Lexi Torres uh, from the Archdiocese of Portland. Thank you very much.